Hi everybody, so in this week's episode we had an amazing talk with Brooke, our amazing guest. I think this was a great episode because we talked about being witches as healers, right? Because we all are kind of bitches. Oh no, 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 no. I didn't mean to say bitches. I meant to say witches. But anyways, we are witches um, as a healers, right? Because we have been in this journey of helping other people or doing some kind of stuff that someone else wouldn't understand. So you listen to a part uh, where James is talking about conspiracy theories about the Bible and I was thinking that maybe we wouldn't have the podcast next week because it got cancelled somehow, right? I also loved the part when Brooke was saying that um, she really uh, makes some inner work and deep work about being a witch, right? Because she needed to do some meditations and when she was learning, um, she needed to feel safe in this lifetime to make this kind of work. And I really love that part and I think it's so, so, so accurate. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this episode and you have all a great Halloween weekend and see you again next week. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of, you know, absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you can tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck. I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel. And I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist. And after you listen today, we would love it if you would follow us in one of the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, just to name a few. Subscribe, leave us a review. It helps new people find what we've created. And we thank you for listening. Let's do this. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. So, do we want to, like, warm up before we dive into this episode? Or are we just going to, like, dive right in? What, what, what do you mean warm up? Like, like, talk to each other? <laughs> I didn't know that was a warm up for you. I just thought we are engaging in conversation. But we have been engaging in conversation, like, as during the time that we set up for the podcast. Happy Halloween weekend to everybody. Jesus. <laughs> Sometimes oh. I just have to speak the truth of like the awkward moments of like the banter and the things like that. Like we just have to like skip that part and just get straight to it, you know? Okay. I, <laughs> if you would like to jump right into it, let's do so. Go. Segue into it. So I think we should talk about the title of okay. the episode first. Okay. And why we called it Surprise You're a Witch, because Bitches and Witches uh, was our first segue, our first dance in the arena of witchcraft, and that's been over a year since we've dived into this topic. That was a really interesting mixed metaphor, the dance in the arena. I'm getting a picture of that, but we did 
bitches and witches because we're talking about how women are labeled those two things, right? And how that's always a negative connotation. Like a woman's a bitch if she's too assertive and then a woman's a witch if she has any kind of spiritual sense or is intuitive or anything like that. I feel like though we did dive into like the fact that women are turned away from the word witchcraft or being witchy at all because of like the connotation that it's like it's Evil. almost been yeah like that there's been this whole narrative i think that was the part mm -hmm. that was really interesting to me because i read the book witch by lisa lister i want to say like a year and a half ago mm -hmm. and that i think that's when my eyes were really opened to this like societal narrative mm -hmm. like of the witch and how much like at one point I was just like, I'm like, oh, it just really doesn't resonate with me. I just like, I was like, but I didn't realize that there was a part of me that just, it was my shadow. I just didn't want to be associated with it because I didn't, I thought it felt like dirty or bad, you know? Yeah. And I think that anyone that gets accused of that feels that instantly, like example, like we did like, we did those the filming like we did like this whole ceremony to like detach from certain things we did in ashley's backyard and it was so beautiful and like healthy and it was a great bonding experience and like we had one other friend with us ashley hey baby and we filmed it and she put it on her facebook and people are like, sending comments like are you doing witchcraft now like oh please be so careful with that stuff and it's like well yeah we're doing a little bit of that and why does that be negative so quickly you know like it was a beautiful thing it was a bonding moment it was to really detach from certain things but to... everyone like i feel like they think they have like a certain idea and box that it fits mm -hmm. in within their mind and they just assume that everyone is in this box and that they completely understand the box like my aunt she's like i know i went to massage school and i learned about this stuff and i know I like how massage like my school like makes her the expert sister's at it. Sister's cousin's like aunt is Wiccan, and I know about this stuff. You need to be careful, you know. Yeah, so I think it's the <laughs> she guess. might be watching for all I know. Good. But I mean, I that's a direct fucking quote. So, Auntie, yeah. we love you. But <laughs> that was you. a little fucking. Ignorant. That was a little condescending. A little condescending. If you're watching, what you talk about it? Let's grow together, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, that's what I want to say to you. All right, and I do want Let's to say, talk about Jesus being a witch too. Like, okay, you went from like easing into <laughs> it to like full anal. So no Jesus loop. is a motherfucking. He's my favorite fucking witch. And things to heal people, and you know, herbs. Like, yes. Like, I just really feel like he's like the head witch, and they don't even know. Okay. Like he's a witch. Well, I think we should definitely wait till we have Brooke in here because I mean, you're getting real excited about it. But if anyone has any questions or comments, you know, good or bad, this is an open dialogue. So feel feel free to drop it in the comment section for all of you watching live. Solange will be watching on the various platforms. Uh, our guest today, Brooke, is she identifies as a Christian witch, right? Well, I don't know that she, I think that was her hashtag. Mm -hmm. And so when we were talking about coming into this topic again and wanting to like go through some of like the the myths or some of the mm, maybe like things that the culture hasn't portrayed about it that we thought it'd be really interesting to have someone that actually is Christian that has views about how like the two don't go against each yeah. other that they can like be in harmony together and 
I just think that some of the questions or assumptions that people usually have about it, I just felt like she'd be somebody really good yeah. to speak to it. And I just happened to see that hashtag Christian Witch in one of her posts. And I was like, I've been wanting Brooke to like come here. Like, this is it. This is like the time that we get to talk to her and dive in with her. Yeah, absolutely. And and Sarah, when we did the last one, she brought up something really interesting. And when she was talking about like getting hit with that label, I was like, do you use like potions for your face to look younger? You know, do you like say like out loud what you really, really want? If you're going to a job interview and you're saying that out loud and sometimes you're saying, God, you're just saying out loud, like, please universe, like mm-hmm. surprise motherfucker you're doing, you know, surprise witchcraft, you know, and to really take the, the condescending nature around it and free mm. people up. Cause for me, like, I feel like a lot of people don't get to connect with mother nature the way that witches do, or when you, you know, and are involved in witchcraft that you get to, cause that's really for me, what is the gist of it is connecting to nature and under- understanding how powerful this earth is and nature is and how your words have power. And for me, that's the skeleton of, you know, so supposed witches and witchcraft. It's just really understanding the power of earth and of our, our words and our intentions. So it's hopefully to take a little bit of the narrative away to anyone listening that like, hey, if you're doing these things and people come at you like, oh, you're you're dabbling with really dark arts, like, you know, feel free to back them up a little bit and let them know it's your fucking journey. And don't be so afraid of the word witch because it's a lot of medieval I'm not trying to knock Christianity, like early, like Christian fears that are still integrated into our current culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that we did go with the title surprise. You're a witch is because a lot of us that are in the spiritual community, like don't realize that all of the different components are there, that the only thing that isn't there is like the way that we're identifying. Mm-hmm. And that I think my journey was, is that I was on a spiritual path originally just not wanting to feel witchy i wanted to be super like comfortable like let me do card readings for you in like the friendliest like neighborhood way that like you no one will be scared and i think that as i've been doing the shadow work and like i think that's when i really started to embrace and like almost like kind of kinkify the things that i was like pushing away mm-hmm. because i i knew that there was something there that like i needed to look at that my ego needed to like you know fucking surrender to well you you were getting hit with that narrative a lot in card readings weren't you like people would like kind of jump in there and say it's evil or when i first started going live and doing readings i think that i never associated cards in the beginning with being a witch Devil's work. but a lot of other people did and so it was really interesting to have someone give me a label or a reaction based on their assumptions about me and my beliefs but yeah i mean it was really interesting to have like some people being like you're such a beautiful lie and then one like saying like this is the dark arts so i was dark sided and <laughs> why do they have an accent <laughs> Because that's the God Warrior lady. Uh, she it's is. like one of my favorite uh, episodes. We'll have to bring in a clip of that one time. We'll talk about God Warrior. Okay. Her. Yeah. Well, do you think it's time to bring Miss Brooke in? I think we should bring Brooke in shortly. And um, would love to hear from all of you. Sometimes we like to pull in comments or pull in questions from people that are watching live mm-hmm. with us. 
and would love to just hear your thoughts on it or if you've had a journey with the word witch or witchcraft. And I think that if you are like how the way that I was saying, like kind of, eh, I just, it's not for me, just doesn't resonate, no judgment, you know, it's not for me. You just keep an open mind and hear what some of the actual components are of witchcraft or spell work, because I think that there might be some surprises here. Yeah. We're hoping that there might be some like, oh shit, surprise. I'm a witch. You're, like, I'm a witch. Like yeah, and then we'll, we'll be able to like, you know. And if you have any <laughs> current like thoughts on it that you want clarity on and you just want to ask someone that, you know, does practice witchcraft, you know, there's no judgment here. You know, just try not to be a dick. You know, if you have a, an honest curiosity, like, no, like put it in there. You know, we'd love to have Brooke, you know, weigh in on it. So let's pull in Brooke. Hi, Brooke. Hey. Hello, lover. Would you <laughs> give an introduction, just like a quick introduction to who you are and what is exciting to you about this topic? Sure. Oh, my name's Brooke. I'm so excited to be here. And I was really into watching you guys. I almost forgot that I was coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this so much. I am a web designer. I help sober entrepreneurs launch their businesses. I also do intuitive card readings. And I have just become a certified sober coach. So I'm helping people in recovery, get recovery that have picked up alcohol going through grief. Um, I'm also a mama. And I have... Uh, yeah, this topic makes me extremely uncomfortable still because this is actually like my first debut publicly coming out talking about this kind of stuff. Yes, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> you just blew Ashley's world right now. Like she's perking up in her seat. She loves coming out of all nature. So. Yeah. Surprise world. Coming out of closet moments. Yes. Like, <laughs> so well, surprise really Facebook friends. Like, I'm just curious, like what you're claiming, like what like what feels important about talking about this? Well, I think you touched on like some of my journey going through this process. It, it was, I started out um, my recovery journey. That's kind of where my spiritual journey began as well. Mm -hmm. And I was getting into crystals and meditation and getting card readings. And I had little fairy cards I'd pull for myself every day. And I felt really connected to that. Then I moved into Christianity, um, started going to church. I felt so connected to worship music and like this bunch of people in a room seeking God, seeking spirit all together just felt so powerful to me. And so I found a big connection there. I got deep into that. And then I found out um, that at least the church I went to, they were pretty against a lot of the things I was doing, the, you know, having crystals and um using essential oils, uh, religiously. <laughs> There's like so many things that, that, that they were like, Oh, that's not really good. Like Jesus doesn't like this showing me things in the Bible. And I'm like, okay, wow, I got baptized. Wow, wow. Yeah. I, I put it all away. Wow. And, um, I started like getting really into that, but the deeper I got into church, the less I got connected to that. It was, you know, the more I learned about the politics and wanted to get into service, but I couldn't because I was married and my best friend was a lesbian and she couldn't help out. And I'm like, okay, well, my values and stuff are just not aligning with this anymore. I felt really lost. Um, 
And so I started stepping back from that a bit. And then it was like, oh, I'll get a card reading, but I'm not going to like get cards for myself. And my crystals are going to come out, but I'm not going to like use them. Yeah, they're just pretty. I just want to wear them. Like I just want the jewelry. So and then it was like, OK, I'm going to get affirmation cards, but I'm not going to go further than that. And then it's like, OK, I'll do Oracle decks, but I'm not going to do tarot. And now I've got like. <laughs> tarot and like I'm doing readings for other people and I'm just like okay well apparently my plans are different than spirit right? plans yeah. right that's why I always laugh when people are like oh no I don't see myself going there to cards like that's just not me I was like bitch do you know do you think we saw ourselves here you think this is on our vision board five years ago yeah. I'll see it coming right it's surrendering and so for you, like, how did, the, how did the witchcraft, like, witch realization happen for you? Well, I got a really powerful reading um, that just connected with me. And my brother had passed away um, in 2020. And I, so I started seeking any kind of help I could possibly get to try and heal through that because it was so painful. And I felt so, like, anxious and uncomfortable. And I know Reiki really had helped me in the past. So I went and saw a Reiki healer and I started getting connected. And um, yeah, I just had a card reading that really resonated for me and kind of gave me some peace and helped me move forward. And so I prayed and I said, okay, God, like, if you want me on this spiritual path, show me a purple balloon. And if you want me to like shut the door on this and go back to church, show me a yellow house. And I came downstairs like right after praying and my daughter hands me a purple balloon that wow. was like, I don't even know where the hell it was in our house. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I guess this is it. So I just slowly started, you know, getting connected with people on TikTok. A friend of mine had, had just started doing card readings online. So I started like connecting with him and he was sharing tips. And then I just jumped on a live one day on TikTok and started reading cards. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> this is what it says and people were resonating and all then of a sudden you realize I like wait I do know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah. and holy shit how am I this like you probably have that realization right like you I honestly feel like when I don't know what I'm doing and I have I feel like it's wrong and it, it's uncomfortable is when it's like the most accurate <laughs> When I get my ego in there and I'm like, yeah, I got this. I know what all these cards mean now. Then it's like, you know, <laughs> it's not as good, I feel. I love this. Well, can I just ask you a question? Uh, kind of back you up on this a little bit. You know, I, yeah. uh, I know you said that you started your spiritual journey in recovery, which I did as well. And then you ended up in a church. Did you feel the pull to really not go there because you didn't want to confront the stigmas in the room or the pushback or the faces or like when you share people being like, uh, cause I certainly felt that in the room. So, you know, as you know, I'm not sure what program you work. We don't have to get into that, but the program I work, you know, you seek that God and you find yeah. a God of your own understanding. And for mine, mine's very all over the place and it involves stars and cosmos and energy and vibration. And I felt like I had to neutralize that or dim that for the rooms. Did you feel that way with the rooms or with that church you were speaking about? Definitely in church. Um, yeah, I, I did go to Celebrate Recovery for a bit, which is a very Christian-based recovery program, but I'm in a 12-step mostly. That was where my recovery started. And it's so funny because here it's almost the opposite. Like, if you talk about Jesus in the rooms, people are like, ew, <laughs> like, <laughs> who are you, you judgmental freak? Get out of here kind of thing. Like, this is the place where you come that has no religion. <laughs> wow, I love that. <laughs> so it's a little different out here. And uh, a lot of 
people I know are into this kind of stuff. It could just be the circles I'm in, but I felt more uncomfortable with the Christianity side, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> Which is interesting for me, but. So look, can I try to ask you to break down one part of your story that you mentioned? So you mentioned the crystals and then yeah. pointing out in the Bible why it was bad. Can you kind of elaborate on the reasoning given behind this, just so we kind of get like the mindset of the pushback on things like crystal, which in my mind, it comes from the universe. It comes from God. Why not celebrate it? I um, definitely have come to that conclusion now. But when I was learning, going to Bible study and stuff, they talked about in Genesis, like God created all of this that we live in. God created earth. God created the other gods. God created all of it. And you're praying to these things he created instead of to him, basically, like you're worshiping things that are created by God instead of worshiping God. So that was how it was explained to me. And, um, but honestly, for me, like, like you said, God created these fucking crystals. <laughs> they put, put them on this earth and they've given me so much, um, joy. Like I just went and got this one here. It's, um, Libyan desert glass. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This one. We have no way. crystals on. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> And it's <laughs> you're really juicing over here for our guests today, aren't you? Well, Spirit told me that these like are the creation crystals, and so I feel like the fact that Brooke has it as yeah, well. I think I that the it. healers are just like being pointed towards the same things right now, and this is a huge one for protection. So I think we're all kind of like getting the same vibe so yeah i, just, I, I, I love the love connection yeah. there's no this girl that's no beautiful. Yeah. is that odd or is that god oh, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so with with all you've been on your journey i know that this is like the first time you're really speaking like on a platform about this are you still connected with the same church or did you find a church that is more welcoming because i know that you identify as christian that's beautiful. Did you find a place that respects it or do you kind of have to practice your faith on a solo road? Well, the, the cool thing about COVID is every church shut down. So I kind of <laughs> got space from those people, to be honest, which okay. there's some amazing, incredible people and I love them to death and they're, they're beautiful humans. And honestly, like they're some of my greatest friends. However, <laughs> um, not accepting of, of this kind of stuff. And so I wasn't seeing them. I wasn't around them. And it gave me space to figure out what works for me. And mm. I found like a mix of the two. I love Jesus. I love a lot of the teachings in the Bible. And um, there's some stuff I don't resonate with. <laughs> so I used to call myself Christian-ish. <laughs> like I wasn't all the way in um, because I just couldn't jive with some of the stuff that I was learning about it. But I know there are some churches that are a lot more open Um I haven't found one yet that is accepting of like, you know, doing tarot card readings, but you know, this it's 2021. Who knows what's going to happen? So, right. You know, when I feel Jesus like comes back sometimes he's going to set the record straight and just be like, I told these bitches, what do you think they're? <laughs> 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 so yeah, they always say be like Christ, but then, you know, Christ was doing healing and like hanging out with addicts and alcoholics and prostitutes and, you know, so you yeah, know, be like Christ. Really <laughs> love is Magdalene manuscripts, which is somebody who channels Mary Magdalene, and it's like a whole different version that kind of weaves in the mystery school teachings and like 
Mary Magdalene, it kind of connects her in with the teachings of Isis from like the Egyptian lineage and how they were kind of like, I don't know, I just feel like it would really connect in some of this stuff with the two worlds for you. I don't know. I, I want to check like that there's out for sure. more teachings out there about Jesus and that like at some point, I think a lot of the parts that don't resonate with us were put there for other purposes by people who weren't probably didn't have the best intentions that like, I think that there's maybe some things that were well, the things that were like, wow, this doesn't fit or wow, this doesn't feel like Jesus energy to me when I tune into it mm -hmm. is I just think that some of the, the Bible was probably put there by people trying to control the situation well, or the narratives. You know, I don't want to come off as anti-religious. Like you said, I have a lot of friends that are Christian and Catholic and they're so beautiful in their faith and I respect it so much. I'm so curious about it, but it's not like a conspiracy theory. The rewrites of the Bible were done over and over again and they were done by man and they mm -hmm. were done for certain reasons. So absolutely. Right. But Rook, can I ask you, since you've kind of freed yourself to be on this journey and COVID kind of hit and gave you time to really figure out what resonates with you, now that you're really embodying what really resonates to you, do you feel a closer to connection to God and Jesus now than you did before? Yeah, definitely. I think my my connection was really strong before I got into card readings, but after my brother passed away, I started having a real resentment against God because like mm -hmm. I prayed so freaking hard for him and I believed that I just really had faith in this God that I was taught in church. And so when that happened, I, I kind of got disconnected a bit and I was feeling really lost and really low and honestly close to a relapse. Like I just didn't know how to pray anymore. I didn't know how to connect anymore. And literally picking up a deck of cards and just like flipping it over and getting a message from God that I needed to hear that day. I finally felt that connection again. And it was a way for me to get connected and hear from God and like um, serve other people as well and, and connect through God giving messages. I believe that's where it's coming from, but you know, source God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. I know God can be kind of triggering for some people, but um, but yeah, so that was the first time I really felt that really strong connection again. And now being able to marry the two, I think I'm nervous this is like really, really new for me. Like this all happened this year that I've actually stepped into this stuff again. So um, I'm nervous almost to do the things I was doing before. I used to like read my Bible every day and stuff, but I'm, I'm still finding my balance between the two because I do find so many amazing answers in there for me, just like mm -hmm. I do when I pick up a card. Like I can flip open the Bible, find a passage and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's exactly what I needed to hear. That's exactly what I need to do to solve this problem right now. Uh, mostly in the New Testament. But <laughs> I, there's yeah. somebody that I feel like you should meet that she gets intuitive hits that end up being certain verses from the Bible or certain like, um, you know, like, no, just like sort of like the numbers and the name of it. And like that, like, it's like a combination. And I could definitely see you doing something like that. I just I just love that you're really trusting your own connection and your own like ability to hear those answers and following that. And I'm just really proud of you for like, there's going to be other people that now feel comfortable talking about it because you know, there's been others that have been doing it behind closed doors as well <laughs> that felt really alone in it. So I'm just excited for people to find each other, like, you know, hopefully in this post and to start like, 
not making it be shameful anymore. I feel like there's something yeah. wrong with them, or that, right? Yeah, and I, I love what you're saying, Brooke, that like, you know, you, fit, you got closer to Jesus, you got closer to God through these things. And as far as like the Bible thing, like I struggled so much with the God word, like so much. And I realized it was how people had used God's name or Jesus's name in such a spiteful mm. way to yeah. do vindictive things that now like I love my relationship with, I think Jesus is, freaking amazing i like i love reading about jesus's life you know some my friends sometimes they send me like you know jesus's calling or whatever that book is and i read some of that and it hits home and i refuse to let anyone take that from me because mm -hmm. they've chosen to abuse that name so mm -hmm. however your faith resonates and whatever makes you feel closer to your god and to this earth more power to you sister i think it i saw a tiktok video about it actually that that the reason that people have a, they react strongly to it or it's triggering to them is that like when, I mean, it happens to me and I'm sure it's happened to you as well. Like if you're live and you're doing readings that people are like, oh, God bless you. Or like Jesus is king. And that they were like, the reason that that triggers us is because people are actually saying it as like, well, I don't accept you and I don't want to be associated. Jesus loves you all the time though. So <laughs> Jesus loves you. And so I think that it's like, it's almost been, like a passive aggressive kind of thing that happens to people like us on our posts because of your sexuality because of your spiritual beliefs even because the way that you maybe look that might be outside of the norm and so um i think that it's for some people become a triggering word and that we have to do that work of like detaching the actual concept of god from people that might have yeah, the Yeah. So, bro, can I ask you a couple of things from your your version of your spiritual journey? All right, I kind of want to demystify a couple of things that I feel are really incorrect. And, I, and again, this is like your journey. You don't have to like like stand for the whole witches, <laughs> or witches. So let's start with the devil. Okay. This okay. Really, really interests me. Okay. When you think of you know practicing witchcraft or anything like that, does is the devil involved in any way? Uh, no, honestly, like the closest I've gotten to knowing the devil is through addiction. And no. so <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, I, everything I do is to get as far away from that feeling as possible, but I have not come across any sort of thing that feels anything close to what I think the devil is or used it in anything that I'm doing. Like I've, Although, like, I don't know if you, I, I've been classified as witchcraft. I don't really know what that word means. I'm not like a, a Wiccan. I don't. Um, I don't practice paganism or anything like that, but I definitely like, I, I read cards. I mm -hmm. listen to my intuition. Um, I keep saying like, I'm never going to be a medium, which is like another one of those things. Like, I'm just like, I don't want spirits in my house. Okay. I've got like three kids, two, a dog, a cat, a husband. Like I don't have room for spirits. Then spirits are showing up now. And I'm like, damn it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I not. Um, yeah. So definitely. I don't bring the devil into the work I do at all. I def I call in the Holy Spirit. I call in my spirit guides. Um, I pray to God. Um, God means so many things to me. Like just basically my creator, the creator of the universe is, is what I believe. I'm also part indigenous, so I connect with that as well. But um, yeah, there hasn't been the devil in there yet. Knock on wood. I don't know. 
Well, I, I bring it up because when I was kind of looking over, you know, t- like hits for the, of conversation for this, that's what came up over and over again. The constant misconception that witches are communicating with the devil, that it involves the devil. And the truth is the devil ain't involved in any of this shit. And of course there's offshoots that people are going to claim this is like witchcraft and they're involving like the devil or, but like true. And there is a separation. There's the Wiccan it's a religion mm-hmm. and there's you know doing witchcraft which involves the casting of spells using earth as part of your your magical remedy is amulets so i love mm-hmm. that you brought up that separation but it just that was the number one thing that kept coming up everyone believes that witchcraft involves the devil you know or I, some kind of like dark black mm-hmm. magic or something like that there's something about like manipulating things that are, and it's just like it's not that <laughs> I like, I don't know anyone that is a witch or does any, you know, witchcraft kinds of stuff that is a part of that. And I think it's like, I think there's just misconceptions mm-hmm. that are things that they saw in a movie and like Hocus Pocus, they watch Hocus Pocus. And That's a really like, good movie. If, you're, if, we're gonna, if people are touched in Hocus Pocus, this could be a whole other podcast. No, <laughs> it's like the witch stereotype uh-huh. that like, yeah, isn't, which we should actually play <laughs> video real quick. Okay. So sorry. We're going to segue away, away from you for a minute, Brooke. So Ashley brought to my attention, this girl, and I'm not, we're not trying to condemn her talk crap on her, but it's this Christian girl. And she's talking about witches casting spells on candy. And mm-hmm. she goes into this narrative about, you know, her mom actually accepting candy from a witch in church right after going over this narrative. From a woman in church. Yeah. And they I, assumed she was a witch because the mint box was black and it was very <laughs> ominous. And so, <laughs> and the only reason it really irked me is because there were so many likes for this video that it blew my mind. There were so many people liking and commenting and really believing. This there was so- a lot of people that were speaking out against her yeah. and being like, that lady was trying to fuck with you. Like, I would have turned around, <laughs> I would have bought some candy and given it to you just to like, you know, mess with you. So but yeah, we can play it. We just want to play real quick. There was a response to it that we think is kind of hilarious. Maybe you'll think it's hilarious too. So people's, it's called like stitching videos on TikTok if you're not on TikTok. So it's going to play an, a clip of the original video and then it's going to go into this woman that's just being sarcastic uh, with it. So we, yeah, we'll play it real quick. Witches and stuff like that can pray over the candy and put curses on the candy, things like that. Is that a new batch? Thank you very much. Yeah, like we need to do this. Have you read the ingredient list? No, okay, I'm going. <clears throat> oh, Dark Lord, Lucifer, Morning Star, Burst, Through the Milky Way, Power of the Stars, Twin, Twix, Gemini, In the House of Mars, Bars. Make these candies tricks, not treats. Sour the taste of all the sweets, and those meant to be sour, make the sour greater, or give them the texture of a now and later. May every flavor they choose be the one they hate most. Ew, is that banana? Gross. (laughs) So I love that she had like a funny, like creative comeback for that, but have you experienced any kind of not even to yourself, any kind of ignorance that you've overheard in church that was really hurtful or kind of pushed you further away from the church? Um, not so much actually in church, but on TikTok. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I've definitely, right. people are like tagging me in all kinds of things now. Um, I had a video blow up about my dad. He had Parkinson's and the diagnosis might be wrong. Like he, they're 
seeing something's in his neck. So I posted about that on TikTok. The video blew up and all these people are like, I'm praying for you. Let God be with you. Bless you, blah, blah, blah. So I got an influx of Christian followers through that, that uh -oh. like see me doing card readings on TikTok and then they'll like tag me in something oh. telling me why tarot is bad and da, 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 da. Or like so come into my life. So rescue you from Christian <laughs> no so if you're uh, if you're one of uh you know our followers or people i mean our podcast is it's growing right <laughs> uh, uh, some people that are watching here but i think we just need to like get people that embrace you and that like or the other people that are christian or catholic and just have their own relationship with god and card readings that we like we just need to get people following her on there so it can make her feel well brooks John, and getting love doing notes. mighty fine from what i can see aren't you brooks <laughs> mm -hmm. so brooke let me ask you about something else and if you don't have a lot of relation to this on your journey yet but it was one of the questions that kind of came up in our uh rebels forum is spells and mm -hmm. why we believe they work how they work what necessarily is by spells again if it's not the devil what is it so what's your take on spells um well i think i really believe in the power of manifestation and intention and what you're putting out into the universe is going to come back to you and in fact that shit is in the bible like what you reap is what you sow like it's all mm -hmm. in there <laughs> so um if you have an intention i believe like i i do manifestation spells a lot i don't know if i even call them spells but you put shit in a jar or drink water that you've like blessed or whatever yeah and it makes me feel good it raises my vibration and better things happen in my life and you know when i'm feeling really shitty and i'm like giving into that and i don't have great intentions i don't get great things in my life so i believe that we are more powerful creators than we know that we are and in yeah. fact in the bible it says that god created us like him who who is like the most powerful creator so we are like that like we have the power to create this universe that we're living in i love that you say that are you like and i'm just asking just to be candid are you still afraid to use words like spells and such because you still feel there is that kind of bite to it or that other people might misinterpret it yeah definitely on facebook um, <laughs> like, <laughs> i find tiktok is such a safe place most of the time um to connect with people but uh, on facebook i haven't really talked openly about any of this kind of stuff and uh i just don't know enough about about spells in particular to speak on them confidently Okay. Uh, but I'm definitely not turned away by it anymore. It was it was something I was very not interested in, um, probably even just a year and a half ago. But now I'm I'm much more open to it. So I just for and again I totally get you about Facebook how it's come to like this combative <laughs> platform. Are, are you listening to us, Mark? It's combative as <laughs> fuck, all right. But you know I'm really glad you're here because you know we are in other forums. People can listen to you and feel a lot more safety in exploring their spirituality. Yeah. The way that spells were described to me by my mother, who did raise me Wiccan, is that you know the power of nature is proven every day. You think about what's like in lotions, in medicine, in mm -hmm. vitamins. It's nature, and like you're mm -hmm. saying, the power of word. You know, the, our words carry power whether you like to admit it or not they yeah. are vibrational we're vibrational How we creatures. call it spelling like yeah. putting words together and so i think that it's always been interesting when it's been explained to me that like oh it's been happening like this all the time or even like how we change the channel and how there's like a specific frequency how this stuff has always been infused in our world but you know i'm at some point i have to talk about the witch trials mm -hmm. and I think what's really 
interesting to me is that it was primarily healers and women who were in their power or were using um, alternative methods like for healing or having their own relationship with, with God that was outside of what the church of the time wanted. And, and we know that the church of back then, and I guess maybe it happens in other places now that like people could be killed, you know, mm -hmm. if, if, the church came in and they were the ruling force that you had to like either go along with it or be killed or condemned. And with the witchcraft, like whole phenomenon, I think that it really put a lot of fear in people because there's like a sense of uh, ancestral trauma, right? Mm -hmm. That like the cellular memory in our bodies or even sort of like the knowing of being human right now and like seeing what happened to those women. There's, there's parts of us that somehow remember. I do believe that most people like you and I have, many of us have past lives that were, we were probably killed for what we did. And so it's interesting that I think that that's one of the big things that keeps a lot of us small, because I know that when I've tried to step into this or even with the channeling stuff that I would like start to break down crying, like in therapy sessions uh, that I have to even be careful about talking about it because it's like we have fears of being like our spiritual gifts being um, made clinical, even though the prophets in the Bible were fucking channeling, like, <laughs> but they were men. So they fucking made it in the Bible. And so I think that just the way that women have been held, unless you go back to ancient times of like the oracles and other religions that really held women like in their their power right and so I, I just feel like the it was a healer's holocaust that like those of us that identify as healers many of us that are attracted to this kind of work that are coming into like the acceptance of gifts the acceptance of like oh wow like I can work with elements of nature to fucking amplify my intentions like okay maybe I am a witch surprise <laughs> I'm a fucking witch <laughs> like that there's all of that that we're working through. And so that's why I always want people to notice if they feel triggered or if they say something isn't resonating to be, is it not resonating with you or your conditioning? Because mm -hmm. all of us have been conditioned. All of us are holding these cellular memories and these fears that, you know, the witch wounds of past lives that we're walking through. And then I think it's really important to separate it. Just like you had the opportunity to do when the world closed down from like, what if what a society told you to be about what being a, a good human being looks like versus who the fuck are you? Like, who were you born into this world as? What do you know about yourself? So that's my rant on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, yeah, I'll stop. I actually got to learn a bit about that when I did uh, my card reader certification. Uh, that's what allowed me to get into tarot was actually learning a lot about it through my card reader certification course. Um, they talked about the witch trials. We had to do an activation and a meditation going back and like healing that and knowing that we're safe now in order to like access this kind of information freely because it is scary to, you know, yes. um, in terms of generational trauma, right. but yeah. like, when I learned like tarot came from a fucking game, like 
it's not this like insane mystical like religious wiccan blah 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 thing it came from a game and then people started using it for divination but people use tea leaves people use like mm -hmm. you know <laughs> whatever for divination yeah. like it's all around us jesus or not jesus but one of the people in the bible there was a burning bush that talked to them like it's all around us it's in so many different ways and it's just a tool to connect with god and like jesus couldn't have condemned it because it wasn't even around back then <laughs> like it's it's this new thing it's just a, a different way to speak um to my creator in my opinion and uh yeah it took the like the evilness or whatever that was kind of put on it from people that i'd spoken to from church or people on the internet that weren't really um, jiving with it. <laughs> it took that all away. It demystified it and made it like this practical spiritual tool, if there's such a thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned that purple balloon. Yeah. Where you really got clarity on that. Can I ask you, has there been any other secret mysteries? Because I really believe like on, on my spiritual journey, I look for those things and listen for those things all the time. Have you had any other experiences in case of listeners listening or watching that's like had signs but like oh no no that's not that's not anything i'm just tripping out that really let you know that you were on the right path oh my god so all through my life that's happened for me like i get billboards like not just signs but actual billboards that'll come up and be like slow down focus on driving and i'm like okay <laughs> you know? um i think the biggest one that happened was when i was 18 and got pregnant and uh, I was homeless and I had just got fired from a job and wasn't in a relationship. And everyone around me told me it was a really irresponsible thing to do. And I had no business being a mother and blah, 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 blah. But there's something in me that was like, I'm going to be a mom, even though I was telling myself, of course, I'm not going to make that choice. That's ridiculous. I'm 18. Like, I'm just about to turn 19. I can finally drink at bars legally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to do this. Um, but I got my ultrasound done and to find out how far along I was. And I saw my son on the screen and this little bean and he went like, I could see his arms and legs. And it was like, my aunt had told me it was a molecule and it wasn't a big deal. And I was, looked at her and I'm like, it's not a fucking molecule. <laughs> like it was just such a weird moment. And I prayed for the first time in a very, very, very long time. I was also addicted to drugs and like alcohol at the time. And so I'm like, there's no way I can have a baby right now. But um, so I prayed for the first time in a long time. And literally, as I'm praying, a billboard came up on the side of the road that said abortion stops a beating heart. And I am pro-choice. I don't want to think that anyone to think I'm judging them. But I think that was my heart that would have stopped. I think that I don't I wouldn't have made it through that because having that baby, my son saved my life. Like I got clean and sober. I got my shit together for a while. And I don't think I'd still be on this earth if it wasn't for that. So I've been led by signs like constantly throughout my life. I'll hear music that really resonates with me, gives me a message that I needed and just like freeze that anxiety and fear and, and panic that I'm in. Like I get signs absolutely everywhere. TikTok has been amazing for signs. Like I turn on my phone and get this like beautiful message out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put the, my phone away now because that's exactly what I needed to hear. I don't even know, need to go further. Ah, and and if you guys related to any of that shit right now, surprise, you're a witch. You're <laughs> uh, watching for the signs, all right? You're a witch now, all right? Kevin meets at 10 tonight. <laughs> so, Brooke, what else um, are you working on right now? Where can people find you? Like, if people want to explore more with you, get in a conversation. I know that you are your sober coach, you know, outside this topic, you're a sober coach as well. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So on TikTok and Instagram, I'm mostly on sober wife style. That's kind of just where I put everything that I'm doing and, and what it's like living as a sober person and, and all the stuff that I do. Um, for coaching, I started an Instagram account for that, or you can go to grievingsober.com. The Instagram account is at grievingsober. And then you can also find me at soberbizbabe.com for web design and stuff for sober entrepreneurs. I love all of that. And like all that stuff that you just relate to us, like we're going to have to have you back. So that's like a million separate conversations. <laughs> I'd love to have you around. <laughs> Solange was kind enough to just throw this up up there. So if you want to connect with Brooke, please do so. Brooke, you are amazing. And thank you for spending an evening with us. And I, I hope you'll come back again as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. All right. Well, any other questions, Ashley? Thank you, Brooke. I've been wanting to like find an episode because I just love you and all the different things that you do. And I was just excited to find a place to like have you on. So thank you so much. And thank you for like coming out of your witch closet. <laughs> like that was a big moment. And I, I just want to honor that. Oh my God. Can we start? Can we call it a broom closet? Because I feel oh, like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have an amazing Halloween weekend, okay? Yeah, you too. Bye. 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 Any thoughts, any takeaways, anything illuminating with you? Hmm. I think that for me, it's like just looking at the the labels or why we push against things. And so I think that's just what I want for people is like I I think all of us really want people to turn more inward and to just have more trust in themselves and their knowing. And, and I think it's just like noticing if there's certain words or phrases or things that people might say that kind of turn you off. And, and I think that that's like your next opening for expansion. So just like be curious about the things that you're pushing away and just again, like ask questions, you know, hmm, is that my conditioning or is that me? I, I think that's what I'd what I'd want for anybody that is sitting with this. Yeah, well, I really, you know, what I related to on Brooke a lot is her and I both, we had to start following our intuition, our spirituality out of desperation because, you know, we're both going to die if we didn't. It was like a do or die situation. We had to find a God of our own understanding. Yeah. And we had to follow it because if I would have really tried to just pray or take upon a God that didn't really resonate in my heart, it literally would have killed me. So, you know, what I could hear from Brooke's story, the music behind it is she had to follow her heart and her soul because mm -hmm. the life was on the line. I just hope for anyone that might catch this is like, follow your intuition. Even if your, your life isn't on the line, like that's what your soul journey is here to do is to follow the signs from your God, from the universe, whatever you want to call it, that things mm -hmm. that really light you up. That TikTok has been bringing me some interesting signs lately, like actually. Okay, such as? Well, I do feel like signs can come in all different ways. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about like signs with the green parrots mm -hmm. or Brooke was mentioning a billboard. And I think that when we're in a place where there's um, information or energy kind of flowing through like TikTok, like signs can be brought to you that way. But I had a woman that commented on my post that like intrigued me that I ended up randomly like calling this woman Patty and getting like 
a reading from her and she didn't she wasn't soliciting me you solicited her. i solicited her <laughs> and she's like i accept blessings after she had like talked to me for an hour and like not taken any money from me i was like what's your memo patty like i sent her a hundred dollars because it was like it actually was the best reading that i've ever had and it just blew my mind that that situation could come about because that's not like me like like i'm kind of like I really need to work on this or like I'm not one to just like be like oh just call me just call and honestly like I was a little on guard because I'm just like who is this lady what's she gonna start saying to me and just kind of like kind of like keep intrigued but kind of like keeping her at arm's length because I'm like I had no fucking idea who she was but I just like my own knowing was just like she has some messages to deliver and i feel like that we're all we're all are delivering messages to people in different ways like don't you agree like through yeah definitely and you know part of recovery the journey is the seeking of god we're constantly on the journey of seeking god and i feel that you know if you're in recovery or not we're told to seek only this God and through these ways and through this book, you know, be it like Bible or whatever else, like this is the way that you seek God. This is the way you seek connection. And, you know, if you hadn't listened to your intuition, you wouldn't have had that amazing experience. And if I or Brooke mm-hmm. or myself didn't follow our intuition because life was on the line, I wouldn't have had the breakthroughs I had in my life. Brooke wouldn't be at where she's at. And now Brooke has helped so many freaking fucking people. And, you know, yeah. I, I try to it in my own way as well. So it's about, Following your intuition, if something in the Wiccan religion or just witchcraft in general really lights you up, follow that, man. Mm-hmm. And like Brooke said, like, I ain't never found the devil with no witch. I ain't never found the devil, you know, I found the devil with a couple of Christians that want to be really nasty about me being a homosexual. <laughs> but, you know, follow the things that really light up your heart because I've never found evil and the things that light up my heart. You know, alcohol never lit up my heart and numbed my mind. And that's why I chased it for so mm-hmm. long. The things that lit up my heart have always been pure and beautiful, regardless if it's witchcraft Mm -hmm. or in the church. So follow your heart and your intuition, man. Yeah, and I think for me it was like the understanding that a lot of my conditioning and what the societal messaging has been like, especially for women. Like we were talking Mm -hmm. about how like there was a time when like women couldn't have their own checking account. Mm -hmm. So they like basically had to be married. Like they – you fucking had to just be paired up with somebody so that you can be a human and, and, and have permission. your needs met. Yeah. And so it's just, it's interesting. I think we forget like that that wasn't that long ago and that it's really important like for, I think anyone that's other than <laughs> kind of white males, <laughs> anyone that's other, right? You, you, some kind of other box yeah, you have to be a fucking rebel you have to be a rebel but like i think it's just important to like be like yeah there's fucking some conditioning and yeah. that there's certain things that are told that you need to be to be a respectable like lovable human being and so i think that when as soon as like i realized that witchcraft was really just connected to powerful women that were the fucking rebels that were just not wanting to go along with the system and the institution and man that I just think that 
it started to make me realize that like media and this whole narrative has really pushed women away from their own power. That like me pushing away from the term witch was really just taking away from my own power because as soon as I wasn't afraid that someone was going to, someone might think I'm a witch, then I was just like, fuck, like, I'm just going to be me. I'm going to like color my hair the way that I want. I might wear some dark lipstick. Like I might. You trollop. You don't know, but like, I think that I was like, I, I didn't realize that it was keeping me small because I didn't want to be seen a certain way that it, it, it was really cutting me off from my own magic from like a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I don't want, I don't want my me, like I'm not going to be defined by something that I just don't want to be seen as like that. That's just a part of what keeps us small. And there's a lot of that going on. And that's why when you see, we see people online that just seem like they're a completely different person than they were a year or two ago. Like that's what's happening to them is they're like fucking cutting all of these energetic cords from these boxes and labels that kept them small. So surprise they're a witch. Surprise you're a fucking witch. So real quick, next week we will be live from Sedona. Mm -hmm. We don't know what we're talking about yet. I kind of, I kind of know what we're talking about, but actually, yeah. What? Later. <laughs> but we're gonna be live for Sedona, so hopefully you'll join us. Sedona is just Ashley and I's like mecca of creation, relaxation, and getting our own personal signs. So I'm super excited for that. Any plans for Halloween? Hmm, that's on a Sunday. I mean, I'll take my kids out trick or treating mm -hmm. if want the youngest one i don't know that my two-year-old's gonna wear her costume she's turning two we have her birthday party frozen birthday party tomorrow and yeah okay. but jude is a trained engineer he's very excited about it he's jude very proud yeah what about sage sage is elsa but she's just like not about it she just like really doesn't want to put it on she's just like two-year-olds are just very anti-everything they're kind of like these little miniature teenagers they're just like no 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 don't no. ever, ever. No, she's a fucking magical way. being, like always. And sometimes she's sassy. <laughs> she's well, she's about where, almost. I wonder two. where the fuck she got that from. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening, Brooke. Thank you again for joining us, and have a magical, magical Halloween weekend. Bye, everyone.